0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica.
1: Today, coming off of a long weekend, uh, some things fall through the cracks, and I want to revisit a discussion about what's fair and what's right. And, yes, rules are rules, but also rules can be completely inane and can be completely pointless. And this is where we find Shakari Richardson and Reggie Bush because, yes, rules are rules, but also what's right is and what's wrong, and what's fair. Because that's a whole different discussion. Joe Rigotti, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica
0: Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no.
2: Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah,
0: we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3.
1: We've got to make a conscious decision in this country, at least from a sports standpoint. Yeah, I know rules are there, and uh, rules are meant to keep things in order and keep things disciplined and keep things organized and separate what's right from what's wrong, but are they actually doing that, and uh, in uh, in the, in the, the quest... To keep things above brow, are we actually making things worse? Because after we've seen what have happened now to Shakari Richardson and Reggie Bush... There's a legitimate discussion to be had, and I think they have been wronged. It is Ken LeVick alive, and we are back after a long, long weekend. I missed all of you. It's good to have you back in the family. We are coming to you from the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney uh, Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, right off the Intracoastal in the Phillips Point Towers. The Intracoastal, by the way, overcast and tropical stormy today. Joe Rigotti hanging out. Uh, Coquel still off. He'll be out throughout the week, uh, but uh, then we'll... uh, be given uh access to our special baby boy uh once we get in to uh to next monday hope everybody had a safe a fairly responsible, a relaxing and uh, and and fun, a distracting 4th of July weekend. I know that uh, that we did at the uh, Lavica household. And by the way, uh, the Lavica household located uh, in the northern part of Broward County. That's where the abode is. And uh, thank you to Tamarack and Coral Springs for uh, outstanding fireworks shows. And I have a story about my 3-year-old that I'll tell later on in the show. Uh, Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. He's going to hang out with us, our sport agent insider sports law insider in about 20 minutes but i don't want to waste any more time uh all of this really went down on uh, friday uh what we're going to discuss here and so we had a best of show on friday uh and obviously off yesterday but i want to revisit this because it's important and because it speaks to uh some things that i believe are outdated and some things that need serious legislation and discussion on uh and uh, so i want to start with reggie bush because because now that name, image, and likeness has come to the forefront here in college athletics and you have players like Miami's De'Eric King who have four endorsement deals and he's on in line to, to make $20,000 in sponsorship money now that he can profit off his name, image, and likeness, it has opened up the discussion about Reggie Bush. And Reggie Bush is, in my lifetime, the single most transcendent college football player, the single most deserving Heisman Trophy winner of my lifetime. What he did in 2005 with that USC team, we really, truly have not seen it in college football. A guy so elusive, a guy so fast, a guy with such a Hollywood aura around him and oh yeah he played for arguably the most dominant team that we've ever seen on a game-to-game basis in college football Reggie Bush was forced to give up his Heisman trophy after it came to light allegedly that uh, he and his family accepted money from a marketing agent money that went towards uh, Reggie Bush's parents home automobiles in the discussion uh, and he took benefits that was the accusation. USC went on uh, several years of probation after that. Reggie Bush uh, was stripped of his Heisman Trophy by the Heisman Trust. But now the discussion has come back because players can legally make money now off of name, image, and likeness. And rightfully, Reggie Bush and the subject of his Heisman Trophy has once again come to the forefront. And on Friday, on Get Up, Paul Feinbaum was asked, about whether or not Reggie Bush should have his Heisman Trophy reinstated. And this was Paul Feinbaum's reply.
2: And I think it would just be magnanimous of an organization uh, that is truly, uh, you know, in rarefied air in what we we look at. It's the most respected and, and venerable award in, in all of college football And this is something, this, we're not talking about OJ Simpson here. Uh, we're talking about Reggie Bush, uh, who, you know, whatever he received, and it's been talked about countless, uh, countless episodes for 10 years, it did not affect what he did on the field. He, he was not given an unfair advantage on the field. He was not taking any, any illegal substance. He did what he did. We all saw it. He got to Heisman. Give it to him back. I mean, it's really not hard. It's a matter of getting a group of people together in a boardroom and having a vote and doing the right thing.
1: Good God, is that an awful lot of sense from Paul Feinbaum. Let's talk about rules for a second, okay? Uh, In college athletics, up until a couple of days ago, everywhere, you could not take benefits. You could not make any outside money. You were there to get an education. You were there to play football when you committed to a college football program. But I also think, and the Supreme Court agrees with me, that what has been done to student-athletes since the beginning of time at the college level has basically been a money-making piggyback scheme. And so if I say that, but it's backed up unanimously by the Supreme Court Does the rule actually mean that it should be something that continues to be used as a fallback to punish a player who happened to, before it became legal, make money because of his name, because of his image, because of his likeness, because of his ability? Just because the rule existed, does that actually make it right? Because making money and money going towards the Bush household did nothing to help Reggie Bush on the field it did nothing to help Reggie Bush into the end zone it did nothing to help USC win more games under Reggie Bush that was a completely separate entity with nothing to do with Reggie Bush and whether or not there was a level playing field being had and that leads me directly to Shakari Richardson the ultra talented sprinter The top sprinter in this country, the best hope the United States has for gold on the track in the 100-meter dash. She's electrifying. She is a a once-in-a-generation talent, and she won the U.S. Olympic trials just a couple of weeks ago, but it turns out she tested positive for marijuana, and so because of that, she has been disqualified from that race that she won, which means that the U.S. Olympic Committee can't use that time to qualify her for the Olympics, so she will not be competing in Tokyo in the 100-meter dash, her specialty event, and the most high-profile race in the world. Shikari Richardson went on the Today Show to, for some reason, apologize for it on Friday.
2: Um, Just honestly... Or just, I want to take responsibility for my actions. I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm allowed not to do, and I still made that decision, but um, not making an excuse or looking for any
1: empathy in my case. As many of you can probably uh, attest to, or you can just wrap your mind around it, marijuana is not a performance-enhancing substance. It's very rare that you're going to smoke weed and then you're going to run a sub-10,800-meter dash. That's just not happening. So it turns out that her biological mother passed away. She smoked a coping mechanism, trying to dull the senses a bit, and then got dinged for it, and now can't compete in her top event at the Olympics. Yes, it's a rule, but again, like Reggie Bush, does it seem fair Does it seem right? Just because a rule is there, does it necessarily mean that it should be followed in particular circumstances? Because you as track and field can say today, you know what, we're going to validate that time and we're going to send her to Tokyo. But they refuse to do it because of an outdated rule about a substance that has a stigma attached to it that has now been proven to not be what people thought it to be two three decades ago yes rules are rules but also fair is fair Shakari Richardson not going to race in the 100 meter dash Reggie Bush not having his Heisman trophy is that fair what would be fair for Shakari Richardson and Reggie Bush 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 3776 and you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Again, I understand rules are rules and rules are there. And the president of the United States said, yeah, rules are rules, but maybe we need to look at those further. Yeah, we do need to look at those further. And I hate this just simple, well, the rule is there, rules are rules argument, because yeah, they exist, but if you don't call them out, if you don't call out how unfair they are, then they never get changed. And there's never any movement on it. She, Richards Richardson, I'm going to say it, she got flat out screwed. Like, this is nonsense. In 19 states in this country, smoking marijuana is legal, not just for medical purposes, but recreationally. So you're going to tell me now that you're going to judge someone and prevent them from going to the Olympics, your best hope for a medal in that event to represent your country, someone who's proud to go and represent this country, because I know that's a big thing for a lot of you. And because she tested positive for marijuana, nothing that impacted the race, nothing that impacted her performance, at least in an enhancing way, and you're going to tell me that, well, rules are rules. She shouldn't have done it. Should have had better wherewithal. How silly does that sound? Oh, it's about discipline. Okay. How disciplined were you this past weekend? Like, let's just go there. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about your 4th of July weekend. How disciplined were you? Did you overindulge with beverages? Did you jump off of high things into a pool? Did you maybe put yourself in a sketchy position getting behind the wheel of an automobile? I bet some of you listening right now probably did. And I bet some of you listening right now did that, but also want to say with Shakari Richardson, eh, rules are rules. Is it fair? Is it fair? Because Shakari Richardson and Reggie Bush broke the rules is it fair for Richardson not to go to Tokyo? Is it fair for Bush not to have his Heisman? 888 760 3776 888 760 3776 And again, you can tweet at the show at ESPN West Palm. I did not love the fact that Shakari Richardson felt like she had to go and apologize for anything. She didn't need to go on the Today Show. I mean, if they paid her fine, go make your money. But there was no reason for her to appear there and apologize. She accepted responsibility. I made a mistake. But did she really make a mistake? I'm just so sick of the judgments. I'm so sick of the, well, should have known better, from people that are making mistakes over and over and over and over again in their everyday lives. And then in Reggie Bush's case, like a lot of you that have judged Reggie Bush, you don't know bleep. You don't know anything about his family circumstance. You don't know anything about this relationship with the marketing agent? If anything, it's the marketing agent, the guy who was paying the money that was knowingly breaking the rules, not some 17-year-old. All he wanted to do was have a jumping-off point to the NFL, and now if he played in a different era as of July 1st, it wouldn't be a big deal. He'd make his money and move on, and we wouldn't have to have the discussion about the Heisman Trust and the discussion about his Heisman Trophy. Like Paul Feinbaum said, he's not O.J. Simpson. He didn't allegedly murder two people on their doorstep. He didn't definitively go into a hotel room and commit armed robbery. Okay? This is a guy who was electric, Who now is one of the top commentators on one of the top college football broadcasts every Saturday. And we're going to hold it against him that a marketing agent gave his family money, which had nothing to do with what he did on the field. Yeah, rules are fine. Rules are there for a reason. But sometimes rules are stupid. And marijuana being a banned substance in competitive athletics, that's stupid. The Supreme Court agrees with me. Student athletes unable to make money for decades and decades and decades. That's stupid. So much so that that Supreme Court, with so much discord and so much ideological difference, ruled unanimously towards what I'm saying. That rule is stupid. Yet here we are with Shakari Richardson not going to Tokyo to race in the 100 meters and Reggie Bush still without a Heisman Trophy. What is fair here? Is it the rules being upheld? Or is it Shakari Richardson and Reggie Bush being able to compete and Reggie Bush able to get his Heisman? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And we are... Streaming on the free ESPN app. Don't forget, you can tweet us at ESPN West Palm. When we return, the NBA finals start tonight, and it's here on ESPN 1063. Devin Booker, my guy, I'm feeling great about this. Why are the Suns going to win this thing? I'll tell you when we come back. He's Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken LaVica, and I'm live on ESPN 1063.
0: Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888 760 3776 It's Ken LaVica Live. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. Waiting for the XL!
1: room body language. What does it mean? The NBA Finals. An interesting theory by one of my teammates that I need to address because I get it, but it also is ludicrous and absurd. What am I talking about? I'm going to tell you in just a second. Ken Levick Alive here on ESPN 1063. Coquel's off until next Monday. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. You get it at Apple Podcast wherever. You get your podcast in fact. Subscribe to it. Get it right to your phone or tablet. Every single day. We'll put it in a tiny little audio package for you. The Ken Lavica Live featuring Coquel Podcast. Again, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast. Well, we have arrived at game one of the NBA Finals. It is tonight here on ESPN 1063. Tip-off after 9 o'clock. Ugh, every single finals, I go through the same thing, the realization that it is going to be a struggle to stay awake through these things. Not because the action sucks, because I think this is going to be a super fun series, but because I'm old as bleep. All right, I turned 37 on Friday. What do you want from me? I'm only one man. I can't stay awake through these things, uh, but you have the Bucks and you have the Suns, and it's here on ESPN 106.3. Um, the, the series is going to be... A lot of fun, I think. You've got a full strength Sun Squad, CP three, I think now after his forty one in the clincher, you can say that uh he is fully back to back to full force after his time away because of COVID protocols. Uh as far as the Bucks are concerned, it does not look like Giannis is gonna play. He is, quote, doubtful. Have seen some reports that he is going to be ruled out tonight, but who knows? Uh, he may try and see some time. I certainly think we're going to at least see him give it a go at some point in the series, especially depending on how things go. Uh, I just I don't love this matchup for the Bucks. I don't love it if Giannis doesn't play. Because can you really, really uh, rely on, on Lopez to uh, be able to do what he did in a one-off game uh, against the Hawks? and uh, that's hold down the paint play all the minutes he did and uh, and be able to hold up what's a constant attacking offense of the suns i think they're going to be able to get to the rim i think they're going to be able to draw fouls and when you're losing depth uh on the interior like the bucks are and oh yeah the former two-time mvp it's going to be tricky it's going to be really really difficult for the bucks now Something that my my friend and teammate, Elias Bustamante, brought up, Uh, you hear him on Deporte 760 noon every day. He's on right now with Julian Zaldivar on our sister station, 760 AM. Uh, He he came in today and, one, he wanted to talk Euros, which is great, and he says Italy's going to win, and he's probably right. Uh, But then he said, oh, because he's a big NBA guy, he's like, Ken... I don't know about the Suns. I mean, it, it, look at when they were celebrating after their wins. The Suns were going crazy, like they won the championship, and the, the Bucks were just, uh, hey, we're here, it's good, and we're ready to compete. They didn't do anything. They didn't celebrate. There was no champagne popping. They were sitting looking at phones the entire time. And I, I bless his heart, I love Elias. I absolutely do. But man, if that isn't the most meatball-y sports take that I've heard uh, so far today, and I know it's only twelve twenty-four, so there might be more to it. But if you are judging what the finals are going to be, if you're judging what the finals are going to be based off of the uh, locker room reactions of the Suns and uh, the uh, the Bucks. Oh man, I think you're going to be in for it. I think you're going to be in for a, a very, very, uh, a big surprise. Oh, they looked focused. No, 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 no. They were tired. The Bucks were tired. The Bucks were exhausted. They didn't have Giannis. They had to claw and scratch their way through the, uh, uh, the, 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 the Hawks. And I think probably too, when you finally realize expectation, when you finally meet expectation, I wonder what type of reaction that is. Because for me, it's almost like the Bucks are relieved. Like it's not time to party there. They're relieved. Meanwhile, the Suns have been a buzzsaw. And the Suns, like there's a genuine, we are thrilled to be here. We are thrilled um, that we have turned this organization around and we think that we're the best. Like that's just an outpouring of, of emotion right there. I don't, I, I don't think that anybody should be judging, though, the locker room reactions uh, from those two teams. But then, of course, you've got the Milwaukee and Phoenix. That'll be good for ratings. That person always shows up. Always, always, always shows up like any fans care about what the TV TV ratings are actually going to be. Leave that problem to ABC and to ESPN and to Disney, okay? You shouldn't worry yourself with TV ratings. The only reason that people worry about sports TV ratings is to point out how, uh, see, they got too political. That's why people aren't watching. That's the only reason like, uh, out-punt the formation. That's his thing. Like, he loves to do that. You know he's going to tweet about that. And you know that that's going to be a basis of one of his, uh, uh, his, his shows here over the course of the NBA Finals. But they don't matter. I'm into this series. I love it. Because you have the slowdown bucks. Who you don't know without Giannis what they're going to look like on the interior, especially. Uh, but they want to slow it down. They want to get, they've been really struggling from distance. They want to get mid range. They want to get Chris Middleton to the rim. Maybe he can explode for two or three good games like he did against Atlanta, where he is hitting from three. He went on a 16 0 run uh, by himself uh, in game six of that Hawks series. But you've got the Bucks who want to slow it down, play in the half court, and the Suns who want to run and run and run and run, and uh, they want to use their veteran point guard and their emerging star two guard as the catalysts of a team that have found a way All year long. Are you into this NBA Finals? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Are you into these NBA Finals? Suns and Bucks. And it's here on ESPN 106.3. Because I am fascinated by it. And there's more than enough star power for me in this thing. And I actually do like the fact it's different. I like the fact that we have an NBA Finals that doesn't feature LeBron that doesn't feature Kawhi. I like an NBA Finals that isn't a Los Angeles market. This isn't a Boston market. This isn't a a huge viewership uh you know, oh well look, it's always the NBA is always better when City is involved like we always hear with New York. I'm kind of glad Brooklyn's not there because we would at least have a semblance of that discussion. I wanted Brooklyn to be there. I thought that they were going to win the East if they stayed healthy, but I'm good with this because you have a team that has finally met its expectation with the Bucs and they've been able to fight through injury to their best player, arguably to get to this point. They finally found a way against an upstart star in Trey Young. Then you have the Suns and I just I don't know what you could find in the Suns that you wouldn't like. I mean, when when you could not like CP 3s personality. You could not like Devin Booker and how cocky he is. But the way they play and their coach, Monty Williams, if you don't love him, like you've seriously got something wrong with you. But the way they play, the way they execute, and the veteran and youth mix on that team. Like that's just good stuff. That's just really, really good stuff right there. Um, so I'm into it. I can't wait. The only downfall for me is that it's a 9 o'clock start and nine o'clock usually means like 907 908 and then you know the final uh, uh three minutes of every game there's going to be 15 replays and it's going to take 47 minutes and the games aren't going to finish until like midnight or 1205 then i'm not going to come on the air here at noon every day and complain about that so just be ready for that like this is a tradition for me to just complain about how tired i am uh the day after nba finals games but once you can get past that I think we can have some pretty good basketball discussion on this show. Are you into this finals? The Suns and the Bucks? 888 760 3776 888 seven six zero three seven seven six also are you going to be able to make it through these games in full or is this a spot where you watch it the next morning or you watch a little bit of it the next morning like what is your cutoff here uh, before you have to fall asleep and how much are you willing to give the live nba finals games before you finally tap out because i also think what time you work has a little bit to do with this as well like do you get to work and then try it on your phone watch the final quarter or are you just in it for the long haul quick nap and it's off to work or wake up for your workout then go to work I'm curious how people live because for me I wake up super early to work out and then get ready for work after that there's no downtime I'm going to try and soldier through it I'm going to try and get through each game live but I also have a contingency plan just in case I fall asleep, say, midway through the third quarter when my body inevitably shuts down at like 11-15 or 11-30. Are you into these NBA Finals? and? How do you survive watching them? What's your plan? Because they start so late. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. They've been doing it for almost 22 years. And they, I mean, all of the outstanding students that have gotten their MBA in sport management, but also the man in charge, Dr. Jim Reardon. This guy just knows how to put together curriculum and to teach his students about the sports industry and get them, most importantly, into jobs in the sports industry once they get their MBA in sport management. He's been doing it for 21 years. It's going to be going on 22 years. Uh, It's tried and tested. It has stood the test of time because he is able to adjust what he teaches to the ever-evolving sports industry. You're not going to learn something that was applicable 20 years ago and is no longer used. The most current sports industry teachings are there in the FAU MBA Sport Management Program because people that work in the sports industry give first-hand knowledge. They're the adjunct professors in the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Sign up for fall semester courses now. Uh, This is your time. Make the leap. Be decisive. If you've wanted to work in sports, this is the way to do it. If you're out of college and you say, that's my path, this is the time to do it. Don't waste time. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash M-B-A Sport. When we return, our sports insider, our sports law insider and sports agent insider, Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys, Shakari Richardson, Reggie Bush, what should happen there, and... Are we going to see, because of the backlash with both of them, changes to rules that certainly now seem antiquated? Pat will answer that question, including some of his name, image, and likeness concerns, when we come back. Along with Joe Rigotti, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
0: Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Lavicka Live. Presented by FAU, MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken Lavicka and Chris
1: Coquel. This coming out of Miami Rivals, all 90 Miami football players are going to be offered $6,000 endorsement contracts in massive name, image, and likeness deal promoting American top team, the UFC, the MMA gym, out of Coconut Creek and all of its training centers in South Florida. Name, image, and likeness has been fascinating so far, including Derek King, Miami's quarterback, who is on pace to make uh, a, a very solid chunk of change, $20,000, in fact, in endorsement deals here uh, annually based on what he has been able to put together early. Ken LeVick alive on ESPN 106.3. Let's get into some sports law and some sports age- Work and the man to do that is our insider in both areas. He's my good friend Pat Lawler of Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Uh, make sure if you have a personal injury issue, uh, you want to get someone you can trust. You want to get someone who's going to work for you. You want to get someone who knows what they're doing. And yeah, we're talking about decades of experience at Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Get your free consultation. Figure out what you want and get to know Pat Lawler and everybody at Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. He's there for you, and you can trust him. That's Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Go to wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com, and Pat joins us here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3. Pat, first of all, how was the long weekend for you? Relaxing. Good. Good. Good to hear. That's, uh, I think that's probably the best way to uh, to experience a long 4th of July weekend. I know that when we were talking this morning, you had some concern, and I really have been leaning on you with this name, image, and likeness. One, because I'm mind-numbingly dopey. And two, you're very smart. So I want to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row here, because I do live in this college football and college athletics world. Um, you, you have concerns, though, over... What appear to be some outsiders from states who haven't legalized this trying to come in and poach some of the action. What's happening here?
2: Well, it's a little of both, Ken. It's, it's uh, both inside and outside. Um, the Florida statute, which is guiding everything right now, is pretty broad um, and compared to other states, which I've done an analysis of. But the key thing is you're going to have, uh, remember, in, in the old agents for NFL and stuff, you had Runner as well. This NIL opens the door. It still mandates that you have to be an athlete agent registered in the state of Florida or an attorney uh, as a member of the Florida Bar. Well, uh-huh. I guarantee you, there's deals going down right now where none of that is involved. and If the state or the schools don't get very aggressive against these people, it's going to get out of hand, and it already is starting to.
1: What um what sort of things in that scenario would you be concerned about?
2: Well, I was concerned just what you said with an American Top Team, where you're giving six grand to everybody, and Every student athlete has the ability to hire somebody to represent them on that. Um, I have no problem with uh, somebody paying them $6,000. It comes down to what the market value is, Mm -hmm. Uh, whatever the players dictate. That's also very difficult to define. The other thing is uh, the school monitoring who they're contracting with, how much they're getting. And then the big thing, Ken, what's going to hit the fan is when people don't do what they're supposed to do. Kids don't get paid or the kids don't do what they're supposed to do pursuant to the contract. So that, and then you're going to have all types of hell break and lose. Yeah,
1: and that, that's one thing that uh, I, I was thinking about over the weekend. And again, I am all for these players making as much money as they can. I think it's great. I love it. But uh, that and the things that are taxable, um, uh, a lot of these kids have never even thought about tax time or having to deal with any of that stuff. And I do wonder about the guidance. And I'm actually more concerned about, from a school level, making sure that all of these student-athletes are getting the proper guidance because there are, I'm with you, there's going to be sketchy characters who try and come in and take advantage and then try and nullify contracts. Um, It it really sort of feels like the schools are going to have to be ultra-protective in this spot.
2: Well, that's that's where you get in trouble, because these guys are independent, guys and gals are independent contractors. Mm-hmm. So the school has to keep a, a arm's length away from that so they're not labeled employees working on behalf of the university. Um, so therein lies that the statute does say they're supposed to have a minimum of five hours of financial literacy every first and third year, which has at, a, at a minimum, it needs to be a lot more than that. Um, I'm actually going to be speaking to the athletic department at FAU on Thursday about my concerns and how a university can address those issues head on.
1: Interesting, and it's a huge undertaking. I I, I know that. Now, I, I definitely think that in the instance of American Top Team, like it, they generally do things uh, that are uh, above water, and they're they can be they can be trusted. They're a major major corporation. That said, again, you're going to have some of the the a guy off the the side street that it's going to make life difficult for a kid, and so. That That is something that I had not thought much about before NIL and something that uh, occurred to me, though, this weekend. So I certainly see where you're coming from with that because it's very – me, I know if I was a student-athlete at age 18, it would be easy for me to get taken advantage of, completely easy for me to get taken advantage of and be put in a tough spot. Uh, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, Pat Lawler with us, our sports agent insider and our sports law insider. And again, wanttolawyerup.com, want to lawyer up? If you have a personal injury matter, want to lawyer up for your free consultation Uh, i started the show talking about shakari richardson and reggie bush and pat i know rules are rules i i totally understand that but let's start with reggie bush since we were talking nil now that these uh rules are in place in many states and uh, athletes can make money off their name image and likeness, uh reggie bush someone who when he took benefits allegedly and his parents allegedly took benefits none of that Enhanced his performance on the field. None of that was a competitive advantage for USC. What should happen with him and his Heisman Trophy, and uh, what uh, what can happen to help push that fight forward?
2: Well, I don't think he should get it back at all. I mean, Reggie Bush was such a egregious example of taking improper benefits. It wasn't on the basis of nil, Ken. It was on the basis of getting money for him and his family, a house, a car. And the, the gross thing about it is, after he got the money, I mean, I'm going a- a- allegedly, mm-hmm. uh, he stiffed the agent and the runner who was uh, doing that. Uh, and I think California at that time didn't have a, federal, a, a uh, criminal statute on improper benefits. So that's why they went to Real Sports and exposed Reggie for saying, okay, hey, listen, we gave you money that you really we shouldn't have and other stuff, but just pay us back and we're cool. And he said no, because he knew it was kind of like dirty money. And so now he's saying I should get my Heisman back and all that. It's it's apples and oranges, Ken. NIL was not name, image, and likeness. It was taking benefits and it did a benefit USC because it kept him there. It also did other things for the school. Uh I don't agree. I mean, I don't agree at all that he should get it back. Uh he was very egregious in what he did and um to give it back would be wrong.
1: So when you have a, a, a Supreme Court ruling, a, a unanimous Supreme Court ruling that, that basically says what college athletics and what athletic departments and schools as a whole have been doing for decades is unconstitutional. They are just making money piggybacking off of student-athletes and their contributions. In no way, shape, or form do you think that that applies to Reggie Bush at all?
2: Um, not in the basis of what he did. I remember there was a receiver there. Who said he couldn't? He, he he said he took some money from an agent. And he couldn't even buy his own jersey. I mean, there's there's situations, yeah. I mean, where you look at it, but it. it I don't think it does apply, Ken. There, there, when you talk about the rules in place at the time, those same rules are in place now mm-hmm. in every state dealing with athlete agent and improper benefits. That's the difference. Is that agents can now get in with student athletes day one when they start via the representation of NIL. And they're going to be building a relationship with these student-athletes, particularly in football and, and basketball, to ultimately represent them in the draft, which is where the big money comes in. So, yeah, I mean, they're talking about putting that back in the extra benefits. These weren't extra benefits. These were just massive benefits paid not to the student athlete, but to their families, to their friends, to shady characters, et cetera.
1: Um, I want to just ask you from your personal experience, and you've represented many NFL athletes, including Tyron Matthew, when you have an elite player like Reggie Bush was, and you know, you're know you going to go through cycles every single year, but um, when is the time when agents start to reach out and start to make contact? And what is that time period like?
2: Well, that's the unique thing because schools have parameters and when you can and when you can't. Nobody follows them. If you look at all the athlete agents, it says you cannot directly or indirectly solicit or talk to players. And every player has spoken to an agent in that interim. So when to reach out for them, it's hard to say. I mean, some guys are reaching out when they're high-end players, when they're a, a freshman, even though they have huh. three years before they're eligible. Um, I think that rule of uh, indirect or direct is, is kind of ridiculous because nobody follows it. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think where it comes down to is what are you doing for that, that player in the family to gain their trust? And, and that's also something, that's another animal. That's why Ken NIL opens the door for all that. I'll give you an example. Uh, prior at, at uh, Penn State, when uh. he came out with a Gucci and tattoos, yeah. and, I mean, any, anybody on campus could say, and you know, unfortunately, I don't think the kid has the resources to get those things, so somebody must be helping him. Now you can't question if Somebody's got a new watch, a new earring, a new necklace. With NIL, they got funds coming in. And whether it's from NIL, Ken, or it's coming from benefits from an agent to carry their favor to get them in the draft in the years to come.
1: Um, I do, like, this is sort of a a dark place that I'm going to bring you into on this. But the fact that... NIL exists, and like you said, um, it's a little bit loose, and there are going to be a lot of places where questions can't be asked any longer about how benefits have been acquired. Does that make it more appealing to some athletes, especially in basketball, to go to college and uh, reap some of those benefits and not necessarily leap immediately to the NBA? Is there more incentive to play college athletics? And I think this applies more to basketball than there would be previously.
2: I don't think it would apply to the high-end players, the, the uh, lottery players, maybe the second-round guys or guys. You see a lot of guys going back now to their team. Yeah, I think those guys, are, they'll come out and they could make a good amount of money uh, in NIL without having to go play in Europe or the G League. Uh, and try and increase their value to become a lottery pick. But I think the lottery picks, no, this won't really have anything uh, to do with them staying. They make too much money coming out uh, in that in that capacity as a lottery pick.
1: Pat Lawler, Lawler Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, com for your free consultation. Any personal injury matter, Pat's got your back. wanttolawyerup.com, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. One more, I know I mentioned her name, Shakari Richardson. Uh, me, personally, as a fan, it sucks. I, I hate the fact that she's not going to be racing the 100 meters in Tokyo. Um, uh, I, I know that uh, it's easy to say, rules are rules. She messed up. She shouldn't have smoked weed. But also, common sense tells you that marijuana being a banned substance is silly. I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous, and there's nothing performance-enhancing about it. Moving forward, do you think that that rule will ever be taken off the books, or is that something that because of a stigma internationally about marijuana, that it's going to keep screwing athletes like Shakari Richardson?
2: I think, I, I agree with you, Ken. I think it's a joke. I think it's preposterous joke that any major sport has that on their band list, first of all. Uh, I mean, multiple states have legalized it, Right, 19 states in this country. yeah. And number, and number two, is the fact that it comes down to the United States anti-doping are going to have to take it off. They need to take the step. Uh, you know, I hate to say this, but yeah, I went to school in the eighties. You know, and everybody was smoking weed mm-hmm. back then. And and the people are in charge now. I'm sure they smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, right. So give me a break. Yeah, give me and, a break. I mean, and, and hypocr- hypocrisy yeah. and
1: bias. And you're right. Like this is a U.S. thing. This is a USADA thing. This is not a worldwide ruling like yeah it's banned but it's the the usada that's making the decision to disqualify the qualifying time like they could lift that and put her into the Olympics and she's met all their parameters, but they're not going to do it. And that's what's frustrating about this is that this is stateside. This has nothing to do with any other international ruling body. This could have been resolved here and they refuse to do it. And I feel badly for her. Um, and I hope that then she races in the four by one hundred and absolutely dominates. Pat, this was really, really, really insightful, good stuff. I appreciate it. And it's probably one of about fifty thousand NIL discussions. going to have over the next like 12 13 weeks so uh uh, by the way seven weeks away from fau going to florida to start the college football season how about that can't wait yes sir the words of bart scott (laughs) Uh, who you can hear after (laughs) us on espn 1063 by the way pat awesome stuff appreciate you and uh, we'll talk next tuesday okay I can't think. That. Be good. All right, Lawler and Associates. That's Pat Lawler, our sports agent, insider, our sports law insider. He has represented some of the biggest names in the NFL, and he is in the thick of it right now with name, image, and likeness. That's why it's good to have smart people on the show, because I'm just a dummy. Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, and you need smart people when you go through a personal injury matter. It's confusing. It's overwhelming. It's scary, whether it's uh, a, a car accident, whether it is... A boat accident, a motorcycle accident, a slip and fall. There's a lot that needs to be addressed because everybody's trying to cover themselves. That's where you need someone to fight through all of that and get you what's yours, what you deserve. And that's Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Go to wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation. Wanttolawyerup.com. What was the coolest moment of the week? Well, it's pretty gnarly, kind of gross, but also in the same vein, really awesome. What is it? We'll tell you next. Joe Rigatti, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN
0: 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Levicka Live. Presented by FAU, MBA and Sport Management Program.
1: Here's Ken Levicka and Chris Cokell. Before we get into our EDS Air Conditioning coolest moment of the week. Uh, we need to take a little trip down memory lane, and we also need to figure out what sorcery is happening around uh, Cincinnati Red Slugger Nick Castellanos. Okay? So if you recall, last summer, really around this time last summer, longtime Reds broadcaster Tom Brenneman was caught on a hot mic making an anti-gay slur uh later in that game once all of that became public and everybody involved in that broadcast realized that tom brenneman had been exposed to the public uh tom brenneman had an on-air apology that he needed to make while nick castellanos was hitting let's listen back to that on fox sports ohio
2: before not being able to continue this season due to his battle with cancer
1: not the right one 12 yeah let's old go t- ahead and shut that down real quick did we uh let's uh this if, if it's not there no so he he went off and Nick Castellanos was uh someone that Uh, One, I had never heard of before that, but two, someone that now, uh, well, Tom Brenneman was apologizing, hit a home run to left field. Brenneman unflinchingly calls the home run and goes back to his apology saying, I'm not sure if I'll ever be on this mic again. And uh, it's sad. It is really largely hilarious in the grand scheme of things, Uh, and it also is an example of some of the worst possible timing, the worst possible timing that you can find. So then, last night, Nick Castellanos is at bat, and uh, he is uh, once again in the same ballpark where he hit the home run during the Tom Brenneman Apology and he is now leading off an inning while the, Cincinnati, or while the Kansas City Royals broadcasters have decided they're going to eulogize someone. And so this is what that sounded like last night. And this is courtesy of Fox Sports Missouri and the Kansas City Royals broadcast. And uh, (laughs) our sound is melting down here. I apologize to Joe Rigotti. Are we good, Joe, with uh, the Royals one, or is everything shutting down? Yeah, I think everything is just melting down over here. I think everything is just completely shut down. But he, during this eulogy of a 96-year-old war veteran ends up uh, hitting a home run, and it's an awkward moment. And uh, pretty much like as awkward as this segment has been, to be quite honest, It um, Nick Castellanos is a witch. We will go ahead and uh, we are going to redo this tomorrow. I promise you, because it needs to be heard in full for everybody to appreciate. We will redo this tomorrow, but Nick Castellanos just know that he is a complete baseball witch and this needs to be investigated because it's absolutely insane uh let's go ahead and adjust here and get into our eds air conditioning cool moment of the week uh what was the best moment from the week in sports well we're gonna tell you now
0: time now for the coolest moment of the week cool cool yeah the coolest moment of the week is brought to you by eds air conditioning
1: all right, so this happened on Sunday. We know Joey Chestnut won the hot dog eating competitions, the Nathan's hot dog eating competition, 76 hot dogs. But what you might not have seen is really, to me, what was the most incredible accomplishment of the entire weekend, the one that caused me uh, the, the most joy watching in full And it was uh, before the actual hot dog eating competition. We're talking a gallon, a gallon of lemonade being downed in 37 seconds. This is Badlands Booker and how it sounded from the Nathan's hot dog eating competition.
0: Now Badlands, oh, there goes a belch. Badlands taking the time for a
2: belch. Badlands back at it, less than half to go. And the big man, oh, T. Kenny trying, Badlands, Booker, very dumb. done. Oh, there
0: goes another belch, and the- oh, my glory, Badlands going for the final drags now of the lemonade, T. Kenny suffering off to the side a little bit, and Badlands!
1: That is Badlands Booker with a burp that, if you really dig into it, sounded like things came up with it. Like, that was one of those burps that was not dry. Uh, there was That was a wet burp from Badlands Booker. That is disgusting. But he chugs a whole gallon, and we're talking a gallon of lemonade that had ice in it. So think about the headache that he probably has with all of that as well. So not just a gallon of liquid that has filled up his stomach, and he is a large man, um, but also... You're going through brain freeze in that moment as well. And so that is, uh, coincidentally, our EDS air conditioning cool moment of the week. Badlands Booker with the chugging of a gallon of lemonade in 37 seconds. And then that absolutely horrifying burp that came after it. EDS air conditioning. EDS is ES. Call 561-316-8799. They take care of your air conditioning needs, your plumbing needs, and uh, they are a certified train specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com or call 561-316-8799. EDS is yes. Make them your choice for all your A.C. and plumbing needs. For Joe Rigotti, I'm Ken Levicka. We'll be back at it tomorrow. It'll be a Wednesday edition. This has been Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3.